Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Auburn Tigers pick up their first road win of the year, defeat the Vanderbilt Commodores 31 to 15. Let's get in here and talk about it on this edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. Man, smell like a dub in here, Blake. Feel like a winning streak. What is up, Auburn family? I'm your host, Dustin Smith. Joined as always by my guy, Blake Lane. Our Auburn Tigers go to Nashville, Blake. Beat Vanderbilt 31-15 to in a game that the score didn't really tell the whole story, man. We dominated this one from start to finish. I know that you were in Biloxi covering the uh, Auburn baseball team scrimmage versus La Tech, man. I know that was exciting times for you as well. Uh, your overall thoughts on the game, man? I'm bugging, all right? Uh, I'm tired of the negativity, Dustin. Um, I'm sick of hearing it. Uh, we went on the road. <clears throat> People questioned uh, if we could cover the spread against Vanderbilt. People questioned uh, if we would get to 30 points. People questioned uh, if our offense could move the football. We ran the football like I expected us to. Uh, Jarquez had a monster day. Uh I don't know what else to tell you, all right? Peyton, Peyton made one mistake. He made one mistake, all right? Uh, other than that, wide receivers couldn't catch the ball uh, to, mm-hmm. to help him out. Uh, he could have he thrown for about 230, 240. Uh, well, I, he probably could have thrown for about 270 because of Mari Kelly uh, with that drop. But, uh, man, I'm just kind of tired of the fan base being so negative. Uh, you – I don't care that Vanderbilt was two and seven and you won 31 to 15. Let's be honest. This game wasn't close. It wasn't. Your defense gave up eight points. Yeah. Your defense gave up eight points. We said on our preview show, Vanderbilt would not drive the length of the field on this Auburn defense. They wouldn't do it. They can't. They can't. They're they're just they're not a good football team. You know, they tried the little two-quarterback thing. That, that That's a mess. Um, and, and they really stuck with seals. 
And uh, they, they just don't have the talent, man. They just don't have the talent. And I see us – we're winning 31 to – winning 31 to 7. And uh, and Vandy, you know, they, they go on a drive, Dustin, and, and I get on Twitter and they score and get the two-point conversion. And, and Twitter's, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, this defense, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, if anything – the one negative spot was, like I said, our wide receivers couldn't help our quarterback out. And then some people still want to get on our quarterback and be like, oh, he should be benched. Man, we got to stop. I had this conversation yesterday. Um, we got to stop being so negative. Uh, we we won. We won again. Back-to-back SEC games. Like Dustin said, opening the show, you get your first SEC road win, man. Like, under the Hugh Freeze era, this is big. I don't give a damn if it's against Vanderbilt. You now lead the all-time series against Vanderbilt, and you still want to get on here and be negative. Come on, man. Get excited. Like, we're in prime position to go to a bowl game now. Get excited. Uh, Get behind this football team. Uh, Defense. Get behind them. All right? Offense, get behind Peyton Thorne. Wide receivers, step your play up. We're gonna have we're going to have to have great wide receiver play in Fayetteville to win that football game. Get behind the football team. Get excited. There's another big opportunity coming Saturday against Arkansas. They're they feel confident right now. They feel confident. All right. They they went into Gainesville and got a dub. Rocket Sanders. Coming back, I know. I know. We trusted Florida. Let's, I, I, yeah, I do. Uh, I know. Uh, trusted is not the word to use. <laughs> trusted is not the word to use, bro. Florida been trash, been trash. Mm. I just thought with no OC, man, man, Billy Napier, yeah. Billy Napier, you might not have that. Them recruiting classes might not, might not matter, G- brother. G five Sun Belt Billy. Um, Mm-mm. But man, you, you got you got an opportunity to go on the road again this Saturday, and you have a chance to become bowl eligible. All right, there there will be two games left on your regular season slate after Saturday, and if you were bowl eligible after this Saturday. Try to spin it with me. Let's sit down and have a conversation, and you try to spin it to me how you can be negative about this season because I would love to hear it. We can put all the chips in on the table, and I want to hear you. uh, I want to hear your thoughts on how this season has been negative because I'm tired of hearing it, man. Like, like, let's let's get on here and let's boog, man. Let's 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 say war damn eagle. I'm I'm so proud of this football team, Dustin. Yeah, so you went on the road to Cal. You look bad. You went on the road versus a, versus a bad Cal team, and you look bad. You look like you didn't have a plan. You didn't look like you were competent on offense. You go on the road to A and M, a bad A and M team, another coach. Time running out for Jimbo, right? Yep. A bad A and M team. You look incompetent on offense. You're switching out quarterbacks. You don't have a plan. You lose the game. You go on the road again, LSU. <laughs> you just yeah. that was a little bit different. You didn't. You just look to me like you never even really showed up. Um, but still, not competent, really not a game plan, not focused. Just three really bad trips on the road. 
two of them versus bad teams. Yep. I could is, is Cal Cal a little bit better better than Vanderbilt? Sure. But one, historically, we've always struggled in Nashville. Always. Now that can go back to 30, 40s, whatever, but like you struggle uh went up there the year we were uh Chiswick's last year, went up there and lost a close game that we should have won. Um so there's that. So you've struggled on the road historically in Nashville. You've and if you think that doesn't matter. I present to you the crap going on on our basketball team with Gainesville. How many good basketball teams have we taken to Gainesville and lost to bad Florida teams? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's everything. I don't even know how much it factors in, right? But there's that. There's the fact that um, it's getting a monkey off your back type thing. Yeah. It's, the, it's these mental hurdles as a locker room, as a program that I've been talking about all season. Okay, now you got past one. You went into a stadium, shout out to the Auburn fans for turning it into your stadium, right? But you went into a stadium where it's got to be hard to get fired up for a game when you literally see construction going on in the end zone, when the scoreboard's hanging from a freaking crane. When It's just, that was just a rough scene, dude. Like, that, that that's a rough scene. Again, shout out to the Auburn fans for turning that into something. But, um... I think it's uh, I think it's another mental bridge now. It's another it's another step for this team. Okay, now you've gone on the road, and you won a conference game. So what you did was you got that monkey off your back. You eliminate those negative thoughts of we can't get it done. And it was never the fact that it was never in doubt. You never really allowed like there were mistakes. There were times when uh, two two kickoffs I can think of where the ball was on the ground that we didn't pick up. There was an absolutely ridiculous call. That really, we were up fourteen. Let's start with that one, Blake. We're up fourteen to zero, right? Mm-hmm. They they muffed the punt. We were going to be getting the ball, I believe, in the red zone, but damn sure in Alec McPherson's field goal range because the kid is straight money. Right. And how nice is that from anywhere? It's not even a doubt, bro. It's not even a. It's just like, well, give me my three. It, the, Blake, I'm starting to feel like on offense. I'm starting to feel like when we're close. I start finding myself don't protect the ball because you got three in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to know you got it. It's like if, if it just doesn't work out, I got it right here, and I know it's going through. But what did you think about that that muff punt? And to this people's point of not being happy with the score, look, man, I, I'm telling you that's that's a bad call outside of Auburn's hands. We get that ball right there in scoring range. We're going up 21 to zero at minimum, 17 to zero. Right? That one, and that was kind of a. To me, that was just one of many times in the game where we really could have blown them out. We had two touchdowns taken off the board, just a bunch of missed opportunities, some of them on us, some of them on the officials. What do you think about that call in particular? Uh, the call on Jalen, right? Yeah, they called kick-catch yeah. interference. And yeah. then Hugh said after the game, they they the explanation that he received was Jalen was within a yard. Uh, lies. Lies. <laughs> um, so, Will Shepard – Will Shepard, Jalen was not within a yard. Will Shepard ran into Jalen. Okay. Uh, Will Shepard, what is Jalen, what is Jalen supposed to do when Will Shepard, you know, like I, I just didn't agree with the call. I thought it was bad. Uh, I thought it should have been Auburn's football. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't know. Uh, but that's the that's the beauty of what happened yesterday, in my opinion is you don't get that call. Then you have another punt that he muffs. And I don't know how you didn't get that fumble because uh, there wasn't anybody around 15 yards and you still couldn't get on top of the football. And somehow Vandy dives in and gets it. And uh, it was mind-blowing. 
the reaction in the Auburn baseball press box was mind blowing. Uh, you know, it, it's um, it was shocking. But all this stuff go doesn't go our way. Peyton has the the pick six and everything. I still don't know. I mean, did he see the guy out there in the black uniform? I don't know. I know they were talking about it on the broadcast. Like they said, the sun was like uh, coming down and everything. It's tough to see. Whatever. I don't know what happened, but he made the mistake. Um, and all these things don't go your way, and you still cover the spread and win by double digits, and you dominated a football game. Your defense was absolutely locked in. The, the final score was not how that game played out, no. okay? It was absolute domination from the Auburn Tigers. A lot of people <clears> – <throat> I said this about Mississippi State. When did you – when did you ever feel in, in danger? No. 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 When it was 31 to 15, all right, I got the game playing. I'm driving home. I'm listening to the game. I never felt in danger. I was like, "Hey, they're not—they're not going on two scoring drives, and 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 getting a couple two-point conversions on us." Like they'd put together on. one drive at that point. They'd put together yes. one drive, a couple of big plays. And Hugh said after the game that Marcus Harris came off the uh, field immediately and said, "I got you. That ain't gonna happen again." Man is having a season. Um, but as, as far as like. All those things went – they went against Auburn. They didn't go in Auburn's favor. A bad call there. You not recovering a fumble. Peyton's pick six. Loved how he bounced back, by the way. Um, all those things didn't go in your favor, and you still dominated a football game. I, I just – I don't know. I, I think I think we – I think we're, we're on a, a roll of momentum, Dustin. And uh, I know Arkansas is hot. I know Sam Pittman, uh, you know, he feels like he, he saved his job yesterday with that win at Florida and everything. And um, I just feel like we're, you know, rolling with momentum and we're going to take it to Fayetteville. And and I think we're going to be on a three-game uh, SEC winning streak. Uh, I think we're, we're going to come back home and beat New Mexico State and then, you know, tip your cap and, and we'll get ready for Alabama. So – that's what I believe in in this football team. And I watched the locker room celebration yesterday, and they believe it. Right. They believe it. That, yeah, this, is a, this is a team that went on a four-game losing streak, and they're still bought in. They still believe what's in front of them. And that is a testament to Hugh Freeze and what he has preached all throughout the year. You got windows in college football, all right, throughout your season. You got windows. And he talked about those. Hey, them first, them first three, we got to win them, all right? Got to win those first three. Then those next four, that's your opportunity right there. That's your opportunity to get ahead of schedule, all right? We didn't capitalize on it. Did we play well? I think there was a couple games in there that we, we played well. Uh, I, I felt like the Georgia game, we played well. We had our opportunities to win that game. The Ole Miss game, we had our opportunities to win that game. Even though we lost those four games, Dustin, it felt like at times 
it felt like at times there was a, a, a little moment where we sat back and said, man, it's year one and we're hanging, we're hanging around with Ole Miss and it's, it's year one and we're hanging around with Georgia. Like, let's be honest, Jackson Dart should have, should have spanked us. Ole Miss, Ole Miss should have wore us out if we're being honest. They're good, man. Ole Miss is good. That is a good football team. And for us, we should have beat them. We should have beat them. We had, we had an opportunity to beat them. All right? So we're ahead of schedule, man. And then you come in and you beat the teams you're supposed to beat with Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. You dominate bad football teams. You know, Kyle said it. He put on Twitter. He said, is this, you know, how, how can you look at it and, and say it's not a success? And it's 100% a successful season. If you get to a bowl game, it is 100% a, a successful season. This is a program that lost to Houston in the Birmingham Bowl two years ago. This is a program that didn't go to a bowl last year, and they were considering putting a 5-17 and 17 in a bowl game. And back before Dustin and I had YouTube, and we were on here with each and every one of you, me and Dustin were sitting here saying, hey, we, we don't need to go to a bowl game. <laughs> not at 5-7. and seven, you know. Not at 5-7. and seven. Auburn, that's a bad look for Auburn. And people – I had people sitting here saying, well, how could you say we don't need to go to a bowl game? That, 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 no, we need to go to a bowl game. No, we don't. Not no, that's we're five and seven. We don't need to go to a bowl game. All right. It's it's a it's a bad look. Could you imagine what, what the people two hours away would say about us? Yeah. No, let's 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 earn it this year. And I think we're on the I think we're on the right path, Blake. Yeah. I do I do too. I I and I'm just I'm just seeing I just want our fan base to really buy in to this team. All right. Buy in and get excited about the opportunities at hand, man. I'm tired of I'm t- I'm really tired of seeing the negativity, man. I, I like I'm I'm just I'm excited for Fayetteville Saturday. I'm excited. Uh the the growth of Peyton Thorne, Dustin. Uh it, look, dude could have clocked out. He could have clocked out. He could have said, hey, everybody, they're talking about me. I come here to, to get in a Hugh Freeze offense. This isn't what I expected. The fan base is turning on me, all right? But he stayed in the trenches, all right? I was I was out. I said, hey, bro didn't want to dive on a fourth and five or fourth and three, whatever it was in Baton Rouge. He wanted to run out of bounds. I said, ah, that ain't for me. But my buddy has clocked in, and he he's done what leaders do. The pick six yesterday. Peyton could have went over and sulked about it. Go back and watch the reaction from Peyton Thorne. Goes over and gets coached. He goes over and gets coached. Says, hey, look, that's on me. He threw his hands up. I'm sorry. My mistake. Let's go fix it. There's things happening in that football program right now that we don't see, but they're in a positive light. All right, there's guys getting coached in that program right now. Jalen Simpson, I harp on it every episode, y'all. Jalen Simpson is showing you through social media 
that positive things are happening. He was in the locker room yesterday on Instagram. Hey, it's the plankton mentality. We all get picks. Nehemiah extending that extending the streak to 18 games. It's a plank. Close. Yeah, we got Harry there, Blake. <laughs> One play. One play. Yeah. If if he doesn't pick that, if he doesn't pick that off, then the streak ends. All right. But they're they're positive, man. You see a, a locker room full of celebration. It's happening, man. Greater times, better times are ahead for this Auburn football program. And and Hugh always says it. I had somebody get my in 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 my comments. All right, wanna 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 throw at me and say, "Oh, bro, chill. It's Vandy." I'm gonna say it again, and I'm gonna tell you each and every episode. I don't give a damn who it is. I don't care if it's it, whatever uh, East Tennessee, Chattanooga State. I don't care. I'm I'm celebrating it. I'm celebrating a dub. All right. I was I was dri- I was driving over the Pascagoula Bridge yesterday. All right. As the clock ran out. What do you think I did, Dustin? What what song do you think I turned on on my loudspeakers coming com- coming home? Come on, man. You already know. Like I I'm just I'm not about oh well, we beat Vandy on right, to the next game. I almost celebrated, Dustin. That's how I feel, man. Yeah, you know, I say it all the time. You get 12 of them. You talk about it all season and you get 12 of them. I don't understand uh, being melancholy after a victory. Unless, you know, we've had them. I mean, the overtimes versus Jacksonville State's back in the day. But, you know, that that to the point of you have to understand where your program is. And before the season, looked at, at going to Vanderbilt, and if you would have said, you're going to win this game by double digits. I said, mm-hmm. fine. You cover the spread. Uh, you mentioned Peyton Thorne and his ability to – He's been locked in these last two games. He made that one mistake. I think a big part of it, Blake, is we've decided this is what we're doing on offense. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to look over his shoulder. And you talked a lot about having the same cadence, having the same guy in there for the same voice in the huddle for the offense. I think that's what you're seeing. I think that he knows that if he does make that pick six, I'm still the guy. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I felt a lot comfortable after. After last week, after seeing Peyton be the guy the whole time and only seeing what Robbie on three plays versus Mississippi State, mm-hmm. after that pick, I didn't feel any kind of way. Like they were, I knew they were going to go to Thorne, and I felt like the throws were still going to be there versus Vanderbilt secondary. Like I really wasn't that worried. There was never this, ah, oh, here we go type thing. And it's not that um, everything that we got, Blake, yesterday, from, from the, the final result, the way the team played, and – but Thorne in particular is what I expected before the season. Mm-hmm. Nothing that you're gonna you're gonna write home about and say, boy, this guy right here is is gonna be one of the goats at Auburn. No, but a solid guy, a competent guy that can get you what 194 with a bunch of drops, like you said, should have been at least 230, um, with two touchdowns and a pick. Like that's about that's about what I thought he was going to be before the season. Mm-hmm. So, and then the good version of him is that first half last week, you know, and, and, and good on him too for he went on the road and played well, not just the team, but now this whole like he's he's not capable of going on the road and play well. He doesn't have to deal with that. That mental hurdle is gone from him as well next week going into Fayetteville too. So, but I'm so thankful that Hugh Freeze got in and said enough is enough with the rotation. This is now two games. We haven't seen it. So I feel good saying that's dead and buried. 
We can put that away. Um, and Peyton Thorne's your guy moving forward. And it's really about now, it's about getting positive plays on first down so we can run the up-tempo Hugh Freeze offense. My dad kept texting me yesterday, and I'm going to call you out, Dad, saying, uh, we're getting away from tempo. Dad, we're only getting away from tempo when we get a, a, a loss of a yard on first down. It's kind of hard to get into tempo on second and 11. You got to get a positive play on first down. And we had some first downs yesterday where we didn't do that. Uh, but also, and what were, what were we on third down? Five or 14, right? We're uh, four or 15. Four or 15 on third down. So definitely not the best day there. But that's on the drops, really. Like there wasn't, I, I'm sure when we go back and, and watch the film, there will be some times where maybe Peyton missed a guy or here or there, you know, uh, something that they didn't, didn't stand out when you're watching it live. But what did stand out was the damn drops. I mean, goodness gracious, everybody, bro, for everybody. Like, I'm not even going to single anybody out. I mean, the, the Kelly one was was ridiculous, and that obviously changes Thorne's stat line a, a bit, uh, changes the score a bit. And, yeah, the two touchdowns taken off the board uh, by, by Jarquez due to penalty. You have the long kick return pulled back because of a penalty. Like, we did some dumb things. So, I see progress in the fact that you didn't let them dumb things kill you. There was never this, oh, here we go type feeling. You always felt like you were in control of the game. That's a positive thing because to the point versus Cal, it didn't go that way. You made those mistakes and they hung in the game and it almost ended up costing you. So we did enough to stay, to always be in control of the game. And so I think that there was a lot of growth there uh, from Thorne's side, man. It's two good games in a row. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder. Now I know what we're doing on offense. What I saw versus Mississippi State, Blake, what I saw yesterday on offense, was what I expected to see at the beginning of the season. Nothing perfect. I knew there was going to be drop balls. I knew we were going to get penalties taken off the board. All that I'm okay with. That's why I'm okay with beating a bad Vanderbilt team 31 to 15 and not 42 to 7 like it should have been. Now, if we're three years into the Hugh Freeze era and then the trip to Vanderbilt looks like this, I'm going to go, well, hold on now. This is a game you should have won 42 to 7. And instead, you're winning at 31 to 15. But we're not in year three. We're in year one. This is what I expected. Running our offense, running Hughes' system, and just the guys making the mistakes sometimes because he doesn't have the guys, right? That's what I expected. You mm-hmm. made mention of some, some games that we had in Ole Miss and Georgia. Mm-hmm. I look at Ole Miss in particular, and I say – if we were running this offense that we ran the last two weeks, I think we win that game. But there's nothing that you can do now. You can't go back and change those things. So I'm glad that we have decided, okay, and I might be wrong on this. You know, we might find this out one day. We may never know. But uh, I really do think that Hugh saw everything, like I've said before, when he took over the job, trusted a guy in Philip Montgomery and said he can run the offense, make it look right. I think he gave himself about the halfway mark this year. And after the Boo Birds came out in Jordan-Hare Stadium versus Ole Miss, because I think I think that – I don't know if Hughes' offense has ever got booed. Mm-hmm. I think that got him. And he probably went home that night and said, okay, enough with this. And the last two games, I've seen Hugh Freaks. I've seen what I watched all summer, Ole Miss tape, Liberty tape. That's what I saw. Up-tempo, RPO, you taking it to the defense. Mm-hmm. And, like, our best player, our most dynamic player on offense is hot in the back half of the season. 
How exciting is that? Man, I'll tell you what, <laughs> that dude, uh, he's electric, man. Um, you know, I, I, I thought he would have a big day. Uh, he did right out the gate. He started hot. Um, I thought Vanderbilt did some nice things against our run game, though. Um, you know, there, there was a couple of, couple of times uh, where they shut us down and everything. Uh, there was a couple of plays their secondary made on, uh, on some balls behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, they they tackled Will on on those plays and everything to to drop us for some negative plays. Uh, they Vanderbilt plays hard, man. I, I'll give Vanderbilt that they play hard. Uh, they know they're not the most talented, uh, and we know why. Like they they just they don't put football first, right? Um, <clears throat> and that's cool, right? They're they're a baseball school. That's fine. Like that's what they succeed in, uh, and and they they you know go after academics more than anything. So whatever. Um, but they play hard. They play hard. I I am. Look, they're on an eight game losing streak, but they play hard. And Jarquez, um, he should have gotten two hundred yesterday. The the penalties uh, killed him right there at the end, uh, but. When you got a guy like him, man, you know, I I, I had a couple of people tell me that everybody was going to get a chance to eat. And uh, I just felt like Jarquez is in that – he's in that mode right now where you don't need to let everybody else eat. Um, Wasting opportunities. If you're handing the ball off to other guys and they're getting a yard or two, I'm going to start asking you the question of Wyatt and the cat that was just busting them up, yeah. or, you know, big gains getting the rock for sure. Now, like Damari coming in yesterday, like I'm cool with that. You're controlling the game. Damari comes in and gets you four or five. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but when we're in the, when we're in the, we're in the trenches, we're in the heat of the moment. Uh, I want, I want two seven in there. And I think he's getting hot at the right time. Uh, I think, Going to Arkansas, you're going to have to have Jarquez uh, have another day on the ground. He's going to have to run the football. Um, Jeremiah Cobb. Jeremiah Cobb is an issue inside the red zone. All right? I mean, he's going to be an issue uh, yeah. <laughs> in his career at Auburn. But this year, the way he is being used, he is an issue. Uh, he's a problem. And um, I'm excited about – the the running back room, even if Jarquez, he finds success at the end of this year and it keeps happening for him and he uh, gets a good draft grade and he goes pro. Man, this running back room is stacked. Uh, and it's, it's the one position, like I told you last week, I, me and you are never going to be worried about running back at Auburn University. I've never been running. I've never been worried about running back my entire life at Auburn University. Because we've always had dudes. Like I could go back down the list if you want me to. Bro, um, didn't didn't Trey run for a thousand a year that we went 0 and 8 in the SEC? <laughs> <laughs> like, like come on, dog. We run we could run the rock. That's that's my thing, man, is uh, you know, like we're good there. And uh I think Jarquez, you know, being he's a leader, dude. He's a leader, and you can tell. Uh, when you see 27 hurt, <clears throat> excuse me, when you see 27 hurdling folks, um, uh, and, and staying on his feet, 
and and driving his legs, man. Uh, that's that that is what leaders do. All right. That's what leaders do, man. He is a hard nosed running back. Yeah. Watch Jarquez, brother. He's always falling forward. All right. He's always falling forward. Uh, that's a hard nosed running back. That's what leaders do. They're, they're going they're going to pump for that extra one or two yards. Uh, and and that speaks volumes to me. Going back to my point of a team that's bought in, a team that people were just saying, put them in the doghouse. They're three and four. All right, put them in the doghouse. They're done. They're dead. They're a bottom. They're a bottom feeder SEC team. All right, I got that comment on Facebook as well the other day. You're you're a bottom feeder SEC team. I said, brother, a bottom feeder don't have six appearances in in the SEC championship game. Okay, um, and he was like, well, this year. All right, well, now where are we at? I don't think we're finishing seventh in the West like some people had us predicted. I don't think we're finishing 14th in people's power rankings like some people SEC Mike, I'm atting you, brother. Uh, I, I don't think we're finishing 14th in your uh, SEC power rankings, bro. All right. This team was – you were throwing us in the fire, all right. Two weeks ago, you were throwing us in the fire saying that Vanderbilt was a better football team than we were in your power rankings. That Mississippi State was a better football team than us. And they're not. They're not. And always, uh, always not where we need to be, Blake, but uh, we're on the way. Yeah, that's it, bro. There's a vision. We're on the way. We're on the way. And and I get it. I get it. Me and me and Graham had this conversation last night. We're excited. We're excited. And we're excited because of where we've been. As a fan base, there was negative yesterday. There, there was some plays where I was like, "Man, God," you know. But at the end of the day, I, I wake up and I'm like, you know, man, you take you take all that stuff that didn't go our way, the drops, Omari Kelly, like you mentioned, uh, the fumbles on the uh, on the on the muff punts that we could, the penalties. Um, we hang forty five up. You know, I mean, I mean, we we beat the piss out of them. Yeah, we so we, we shot ourselves in the foot, and we still dominated a football game. I'm excited, man. I'm happy. Um, I I I can't bug anymore. You know, I, I'm I'm freaking. We're going to a bowl game, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. We're going to a bowl <laughs> game. Yeah, bowl last, game. five and seven last year, and we're already at five win mark. We're still three games to go. So. And if you follow recruiting, you know you already know, man. We're, uh, we're on the way, Blake. Real quick, man. Before we get over here and show Ron Roberts love again, show this defense love again. Talk to the people real quick about these memberships, brother. Man, you can join the uh, JV squad for three ninety nine a month. Uh, you can see everything listed right there. Uh, the the member shout outs, priority reply to comments, early access to videos. I think the people that have joined. Uh, have have just been awesome, man. Uh, the people that have joined our game day group chat, everything right there in that five ninety nine a month varsity squad package. Uh, I think we have had a blast with our members, Dustin, and I think everybody has loved the the behind the scenes videos that that you go in and talk about recruiting and all of that stuff, man. Uh, join up, get you a deal right now. There's things that we have. Uh, coming in the future that you are going to absolutely love, man. Dustin's going to do a little watch the film with Auburn basketball, things like that. Uh, we're going to do some watch the film Auburn baseball. 
I'm telling you, get you get you a membership. You're gonna enjoy it. Uh, we have fun over here. We have fun. Uh, our game day group chat, it, it's a blast. Like I love it. Uh, we get in there sometimes, not when it's on game day. And well, hey, how you doing, Auburn family? Like you guys doing good? You know, Mike will throw his game day grill. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll get in there on Saturday mornings, and he's. I mean, he's eating almost like what is that? That uh, vintage two two nine eight that uh, Ike and them right. they eat at all the time. I mean, Mike's got steaks looking like that over there. You know, uh, it, it's just a fun time, man. Join up on one of those memberships. Uh, we got big things coming. Yeah, like Blake said, man, come be a part of the community. If you're an Auburn fan that likes more than just football, definitely now is the time to do it. A lot of basketball content coming out. Blake was just over in Biloxi yesterday. Uh, He was on the field talking to some of the guys. So if you're a JV or varsity squad member, uh, we'll be doing our podcast, talking about that sometime this week, pumping that out for you guys on our Around the Plains podcast. Obviously, basketball tipping up Tuesday night. A lot to talk about there. Uh, Everybody, this is a a non non-members just everybody in general be on the lookout for uh sometime monday afternoon we'll be dropping our preview pod for the basketball season coming up still doing our live show tuesday we'll cut it off a little early because uh, we go live at seven the basketball game tips off at eight so we'll probably cut it off about 7 50 7 55 just give everybody a couple minutes to get in front of the couch watch bruce pearl and the boys tip off first baylor man but uh and again uh for our members there, not going to do it probably during the weeknight games, but on the weekends, me and Blake are going to live stream a lot of these games together. So that'll be a good time. We want to keep the trolls out though. So the chat's really going to only be available for the members because uh, we don't need Bama fans coming in there when we're playing, you know, Creighton in December and we hit a three. Nobody wants Gump Daddy 99 commenting, Trey sucks. Like we just don't need it. Chill, bro. Yeah. It's Andy. Chill, man. You're beating Creighton in basketball, brother. Chill, bro. Like, and dude has no idea that Creighton that year has a good team and, and this that, and the other. But um, <laughs> nevertheless, man. So ton of, like Blake said, ton of stuff. And for for our members, the uh the all around the plains podcast will be dropping this week, talking about what Blake's all over there, and obviously touching on some recruiting stuff, touching on some baseball stuff. Uh this weekend, the Alabama high school playoff bracket came out. So I'm kind of kind of peeking, looking Blake, seeing what game I might be able to hop in. To. I know Auburn's coming to Baker, I do believe. So uh, if I can work that out with my job, try to get out there and make that happen as well. So, and then once the season gets over, I'm, I've, I've got these, these lined up, man, where I'm going to be doing watch the films on these commitments, on these guys that are coming to Auburn. But we're literally recording every night at this point right now. So, uh, you know, I only got so much time in the day with my job and all that. But that's going down the line as well. Uh, watch the film, baseball, basketball, just content, brother, content. So, like Blake said, get over there. Also, if you want to get some of the merch, hop over to the Warpours website, warpours.shop.com. Check us out over there. Get your level up, up tempo t shirt. And, man, we, like Blake said, we just appreciate all y'all. Y'all guys have been awesome. We're continuing to grow and uh, we love y'all. Now, Blake, another game, another performance from this defense, giving up eight points, uh, the 15 on the board, seven of that from the Peyton Thorne pick six, only one drive there. Vandy went on another long drive, it was like 17, 18 plays, something crazy like that. And where uh, they didn't get nothing. And I knew when they got down there on that goal line, I said, they ain't getting nothing. They got to go for it. They ain't getting nothing, Mm -hmm. man. I never, never had a doubt. Just talk about Marcus Harris, Jalen Simpson, all these guys, Eugene, DJ James led the team with seven tackles, made a couple of plays on the outside that I was really impressed. Uh, Just talk about this defense, man. (sighs) McLeod, Jalen McLeod. Yeah. Um, Elijah McCall, Elijah McAllister. I thought I thought he had a couple of plays. Uh, Wilson played great. Yeah. Uh, look, 
Ron Roberts, uh, tip your cap to him. Tip your cap to him. He is uh, – he's legit, man. He's legit. Uh, he, he is putting each and every one of these cats in a position to be successful. And if I'm a DB right now, if I'm a DB uh, in high school and uh, I'm looking at Auburn, man, I want Auburn all over me because I want to be in that Ron Roberts scheme. I do, man. Keontae Scott, a dude. All right. Jalen playing his way, playing his way on to, on the draft boards high up in the uh, – High up in the in the uh, probably second third round right now, man. Uh, Jalen Simpson is a star. Um, DK, an undersized guy, but Ryan Roberts gives you that feeling of a honey badger, uh, a guy that's just gonna fly around the field from sideline to sideline and make plays. Uh, DJ James uh, tackling in open space. Um, you know, I want to I want to give my give my. Uh, tip of the cap to him yesterday. I thought he tackled well, uh, and that's been a problem with DJ. I thought he tackled well. Cam Riley. A lot of people have been down on Cam. A lot of people have have just you know. In, hey, I thought he had two picks this year that were easy, uh, and he and he should have had both of them. And I said, hey, like we got to make those plays. If you're going to be on the field, we got to make those plays. But as far uh, as, as him, I look at him last year, and he was taking himself out of position to make plays. And I feel like that's changed. He's a freak at rushing the passer now. Like, dude, dude creates pressure. But as far as, like, overrunning plays and taking himself out of plays, Ron Roberts has changed Cam Riley a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really feel like Cam, and, and I feel like he's playing much better. And I, I guess Ron Roberts is is part of the reason for that. Um, Marcus Harris, buddy, the, I mean, an absolute dog, an absolute dog. He's the anchor, brother. He's the anchor, and um, I just I feel like we're in every game because of this defense. I feel like we have an opportunity to win every single game we play because of this defense. Uh, Nehemiah creating the pick, like we said earlier. They, 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 they force turnovers. And when you force turnovers on defense, great things happen. Great things happen. And this Auburn defense, it's just so hard to drive down the field on them consistently. I know LSU did it, but a big reason why LSU did it as well was because our offense was an absolute disaster. Yeah. All right. When when you take a step off the field and you can't even make it to the aluminum chair and you got to pick your <laughs> helmet back up and go back out on the field, you're in trouble. Okay? You're in trouble. Uh, and this defense is going to keep us – they're going to keep us in the game Saturday. They're going to keep us uh, in, the, in the Iron Bowl. They're going to keep us in the game in the Iron Bowl. We're going to beat New Mexico State. We're going to go to a bowl game, regardless if we lose to Arkansas. Uh, Tip your cap to Ron Roberts. Tip your cap to this defense. Tip your cap to this team for staying locked in and staying motivated and bought into the vision that Hugh Freeze has preached. 
I'm I can't say enough about them, man. I'm damn proud of them. Yeah, and now with the way that we're playing offense, you feel good because you look at it and say this defense has been solid all year, man. So now if we can just put together something on offense, mm-hmm. you go to Fayetteville, you get a dub, you handle business the way you should handle business at home versus New Mexico State. And all of a sudden I'm looking at the iron roll and I'm not predicting us to win it, and I probably won't predict us to win it that week. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I don't think I'm going to pick it against Alabama ever again because Blake's Blake's lead in our picks has just right just skyrockets every time I pick against Bama. So I'm just going to stop. And I've I have I just haven't predicted Florida right. I get that they they suck and I know they suck, but I can't get them right. I can't get them pegged. But uh, either way, Bama and Florida have just destroyed destroyed me in picking games this year, bro. But um, I will not pick against Bama the rest of the way. But the way that our defense has played all year and now knowing, okay, we're running the offense I thought we were going to be running when we originally hired Hugh Freeze. Okay, now we're doing Hugh stuff. Now we're running up-tempo. Now we know who our quarterback is. If Peyton Thorne goes on the road in Fayetteville and then comes home and has the game he should have against New Mexico State, mm-hmm. Then I'm looking at Peyton Thorne. I'm saying, well, that's that's four good games. Now he should be feeling confident. He played very well at home versus a Georgia team. I have no reason under that scenario. There's no reason why I shouldn't feel like he should play good in that Iron Bowl. I trust my defense. I'm watching Jalen Milrow do things to LSU last night that he's not going to do to us. Told everybody LSU didn't find nothing on no defense. Didn't find anything. We gave them something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gave them that. That's all that was. We gave them something, and then they played Army the week after that. Which, by the way, shout out to Army, bro. I saw y'all two, two and six, and they went in there to Air Force, bro, and shut them down. Uh, sure so did. Out, yeah, that was wild, bro. So, shout out to Army. Um, so yeah, I just I like the way this sets up, man. And we all said at the beginning of the season, so let's not move goalposts now. We all said at the beginning of the season. That seven wins is kind of where we wanted to land. Yep. We predicted eight. Blake, me and you both at eight and four and admitted. I think you said halfway through the episode, you were like, dog, are we booging? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, um, and we were like, yeah, 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 we kind of are. Uh, so if you get to seven, man, and then, boy, if you get to seven and five, then you'd be looking at a Music City Bowl type situation, something like that. You're getting out of that Birmingham Bowl range and, you win a game like that versus seven and five ish, eight and four ish ACC type team, man. Extra practices, recruiting, everything that goes into that. Uh, there's a lot to play for in this last half of the month here. And like you said, I'm really happy that these guys stayed locked in throughout a four game stretch. And even when I was being really hard on Hugh about the QB rotation and the way the offense looked, I always said the team's still fighting, and that and, and they still were locked in, and I always gave Hugh his flowers for that because yeah. I could always I could always see where the mental part of it was improving, where things like I didn't see at home versus Arkansas last year. Mm-hmm. And for the guys that are on the team this week, this is going to be my final thoughts as we close out here. One, proud of the Auburn family. Proud of the way y'all showed up in Nashville. You continue mm-hmm. to do what you do. We took over Cal. We've taken over Nashville. Uh, I think it was Zion Puckett uh, on one of uh, the posts after the game was saying, like, we just come up, we just show up and take over your city. And uh, that's what it looks like. So shout out to the Auburn family for continuing to do what you do. We were four and four, man. It's one thing to do that when you're six and one or five and two or seven and oh, obviously. But to be four and four 
and for that to be the effort for a game versus a two and seven team. Like this yep. is not by no means was this a marquee game. And just out of love and understanding where this program is and what we need to do to, to get them over the next hump. You show out at the Tiger Walk, you show out at the stadium, you continue to do the Auburn family type things. So for this team, next week, big opportunity. A team last year that embarrassed you, pulled down your pants in your home stadium, ultimately led to your head coach getting fired. That's how bad it was. Good. What what it was a good thing. But what Ar- <laughs> but it was just, trust me, I was <laughs> I as you know, Blake. <laughs> very, very excited to come that Monday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but those boys that were out there last year and went through that, they should they should feel a certain type of way, man. You're going into a uh, an environment where Arkansas is going to out if they found something. They didn't find nothing, okay? You went down to the swamp and you beat a team coached by a group of five coach. Like, that's what it is what it is, bro. Florida sucks. That Ertz dude works whatever's in that quarterback. I do trash, bro. That whole team, garbage. Them uniforms they were wearing yesterday, trash. Everything about what Florida's got going on, I ain't with it. Uh, DeMonte Waller, what? come on. Come on, bro. Make the, make the flip. You talked about DBs earlier. I'm watching South Carolina barely get through with Jacksonville State. I'm just looking at Jalewis Hall. And like, that's what we want to do? Yeah. That's what we want to do, bro? That's where you want to go? Um, I think we're going to get some big flips this last month here. We got some wins coming down our way, man. The program's headed in the right direction. We got a lot of momentum right now. Uh, and understand where we're at, man. Understand where this team is. We're going to be in a dogfight in the second half for a bad Arkansas team next week. We yeah. that that's going to happen, okay? This is gonna have to find a way to win. You have a choice. You can be frustrated about where we're at, or you can support the damn team and understand that's what it's gonna be. And if we go up there and we house them. Then I'm all for that, right? Yep. But that's not really what I expected to be. I think Arkansas is going to come in and they're going to fight, and they're going to make some plays and they're going to play hard. And it's a tough place. We man, we've we've had some tough some tough games up there, Blake. Good Auburn teams have had a tough time in Fayetteville, so I don't expect anything different. But like you kind of said this whole episode, man. Everybody, stay locked in. Six and four, you come home, pack that thing out versus New Mexico State. Seven and four, signing day is staring you in the face, December second. This yeah. next month, man, this next month is really crucial for Hugh Freeze and the future of this Auburn program. So I'm excited. I know Blake is fired up. You got anything before we get out of here, man? Uh, buy stock in Auburn baseball. Buy stock. Um, I'm not going to give away. I'm not going to give away too much right now because we're going to do an episode on it. Uh, but we're going to be better than we were last year. Oh, yeah. We're gonna be better than we were last year. We gotta we gotta figure this out a little bit. All right. But it's fall ball. I'm not panicking about that because your pitching's gonna be ahead of your hitting, right? Uh gotta figure this out, but we got some dudes and Butch Thompson absolutely killed the transfer portal. All right. Killed it, slayed it, murdered it. Christian Hall. One of the, one of the best, one of the best eyes. I've seen in a minute. You know, I, I remember how last year I preached about how how uh, Ike took abs yeah. and and how patient he was. Christian Hall, a dude, man. Uh, he 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 took a fastball over the over the uh, left field wall yesterday uh, into the netting. Uh, he went oppo taco, man, and dude, strong. 
Uh, but he also had three walks yesterday, and that's that's a transfer. Javon Hernandez, I'll throw his name out there. He He's a transfer. He played a little uh, second base yesterday and is an absolute hitting machine. Hit a bomb yesterday. Um, the transfer portal, man. Derek Fabian from Florida coming to Auburn. Uh, Cooper Weiss from Miami of Ohio and mm-hmm. and uh, Coastal Carolina, he comes over and he was starting shortstop in game one yesterday. He hit a bomb his first at bat. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give you a whole spill on it. I'm just telling you with the arms this team has, uh, and if they figure out that right there and they can they can get the sticks rolling, which I think they will because there's a lot of pop in this lineup and depth and depth. That's the biggest thing is depth. Um, the pitching is unreal, folks. Get excited. You might want to start looking at some hotels and places to stay in Omaha, Nebraska. All right. That's how excited I am. But that's my final thoughts. I'm damn proud of this football team, this football program, football coaches, Auburn fans. We love you. Uh, just, just be positive, baby. Just, just, just stay locked in, like Dustin said. All right. Let's back these kids. Uh, foot basketball starts Tuesday night. Let's yeah, back. Yeah, let's go, let's, man. Let's, let's just – we're all in, man. We're all in. Uh, we're so close uh, to the end of football and, and and just being on that high note. And and I saw a prediction the other day on Twitter that we play in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. All right? If you would have told me, Dustin, that we're playing in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl before the season – I would have been like, eh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe. All right. I'll take a Duke's Mayo Bowl. All right. Oh, yeah. I would have seen us in like a Gasparillo Bowl or something, you know, like a six win bowl, a, a Birmingham Bowl. And man, if you get me to a Duke's Mayo Bowl, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. Um, let, let's, let's get excited. Let's stay excited. Um, I, I love doing this show with my guy, Dustin. Um, I, I love being up in the Auburn press box yesterday. All those dudes, I want to give a thanks to them. The hospitality of the Mississippi Shuckers, uh, the Biloxi Shuckers, and, and that park, the design of the park, uh, absolutely incredible, man. Uh, just being around the guys. Coop, big shout-out to him. Uh, can't wait for him to get back uh, on the diamond for the for Auburn baseball, man. There's just a lot of excitement around the entire uh, school right now so yeah. i'm excited about that war damn eagle to you all yes sir the planes are jumping uh like that video man subscribe to the channel like we said the uh the basketball preview pod will be dropping monday afternoon for you guys stay on the lookout for that tuesday 7 p.m central time we'll catch you guys live man and then taping that thing off at eight basketball season so tons of content around the corner man we will see you guys tuesday 7 p.m central time war damn eagle we're out baby war damn baby